Hello there and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm your host, Evan, and today I am joined by my SWTVC teammates, Tyler, Lewis and John. How are you guys doing today? Oh, yeah, good. Doing all right. A little bit tired, but uh, hopefully I'll sound energetic for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Feeling festive here in this final stretch of the year. <laughs> yes, indeed. And since it is the final stretch of the year, we figured it would be a good time for us all to come together, chat, and do one final 2023 wrap-up episode to kind of look back at the year and, you know, be merry and all of that. So pass the Tylenol. Uh, all right. Before we get into the year in review, though, let's do the usual here at the top of the show. Mail call. Guys, what's coming in for y'all? I hear the uh, chopper wave has been shipping here in the U.S. lately. Uh, mine shipped, but I don't have them in hand yet. Do any of you? Yeah, I got the uh, the case from Entertainment Earth a few weeks ago. And um, so I've been able to open the uh, the figures that were packed Two per case in that case, which are Hera and Pre Vizsla, both of which both of which are outstanding figures. The Hera is an all new sculpt, and she just looks amazing. Um, and Pre is a really smart uh, reuse of some of the Mandalorian parts from last year, plus some important newness. And he's talked about it a million times. He almost won March Madness uh, in 2022, and this is the uh, season four and five version that has never been made, even in the animated style. So I'd love to get um, you know some more. Clone Wars figures from that era where they weren't really making the animated figures as much. Um, and yeah, the uh, the rest of them are on the way from Hasbro Pulse. So I'm waiting for those to kind of pop up before I can open those guys. Nice. Tyler, do you have these? No, not yet. I think they're supposed to come from GameStop tomorrow. Thank you for reminding me that I need to cancel my case from Entertainment Earth. <laughs> yeah. John, yeah. because they <laughs> take still forever processing. and a half these days. Oh, mine's not even processing. Mine still says February. Like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's where mine was. Um, and then it wouldn't be an SWTVC podcast episode without a shameless Evan plug for GameStop. GameStop. They got our money. GameStop. Uh, yeah, they uh, they shipped uh, on the day they said they would, 12-6. Uh, I got shipping notifications from GameStop and Hasbro Pulse for that wave. So I think those arrive on Monday. GameStop's been where it's at lately. I don't know what's up with them, but... Uh, Isn't that their slogan? Wasn't that the uh, That was a slogan for something. It's GameStop, like, where it's at. Yeah, whatever. I, have no idea. Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I'm making that up. Lewis, do you have you ha you have these right? You got these probably when yeah. we were all in diapers. Well, no, I got. I think I got them about a week or two ago. But it was oh. a bit weird with us. The, the previous wave it seems to have been held up here. Uh, it had been showing up in you know the odd figure, but not as an entire wave. So I think all of you guys got the the Thrawn wave before I did, which is is unusual. Yeah. Um, but then but then all of these dropped literally in the same week for me. So the, the two waves have kind of merged into one. I mean, I just had this kind of like, you know, 12 figures just land on, on my doorstep. So it, yeah, I love it. I mean, this and, and the last wave, they're both great. So yeah, I've um, I played with them a little bit. I haven't really had much chance to pull them around and pose them and, and do what I can. But I mean, I, you know, from, from what I have done with them, they are all amazing figures actually. I, you know, I can't, it's, it's, it's hard to pick a favorite and it's hard to say that there's one that, that I don't really like, you know, I mean, they're all great. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I know the, um, galaxy of heroes, Jedi Revan and HK 47 set also shipped out fairly recently. Um, so that's how I have a Revan is from that set. I have the Jedi Revan. So 
you know, it's just a repaint of the one that's in the main line. So I kind of know what to expect. I like that figure quite a bit. It does have some frustrating articulation limitations, but. Yeah, yeah I feel like that good. one, that one, the skirt is a little bit tighter. Um, so I, I think it inhibits the, the legs a little bit more than the, the, the Darth Revan version. Really? Um, okay. But that's, yeah, again, I haven't played with them too much, but just having, because again, they dropped in the same week. I mean, I just had so much stuff come in the same week. Yeah. And so for me, I, I was able to have them both, you know, open them both at the same time together. Um, and for me, I don't know why the Darth Revan, I don't know, they're nice, they're both nice, but I just, I feel that that one just has a little bit more posability to it. Well, I'm now more excited for Revan to come in, uh, who's sold out everywhere, actually, I've I've noticed. Yeah. I was trying to order another one. I, I have my two coming. Ooh, yeah. But I wanted a just-in-case one. Um, so just how <laughs> things ship and sometimes aren't always minty. And it's a, it's a numbers game, guys. So let's see. What else we got? I, I know here in the States, we've got uh, Discount Chain, uh, Ross, Dress for Less. They've been... Uh, the holiday hotspot this year, apparently receiving tons and tons and tons and tons of unsold stock of Hasbro product of all companies product, but lots of Hasbro product. Uh, folks have been finding some really great deals. Uh, John, you got a, you got a little list of them here. Yeah, just uh, this is all old news to anyone near an Ollie's because you guys get uh, truckloads of stuff every day. It seems like over on the <laughs> East Coast, but um, yeah, people have been finding the the rescue set from a couple of years ago, the uh, convention exclusive, I believe last year for 20 bucks, uh, random figures for $4. Some of the Walmart deluxe sets for $6. Now, there's been Walmart exclusives, Target exclusives, fan channel exclusives. Um, you know, of course, being a clearance vulture is not healthy for the line in any way, shape or form, but there are deals to be had if you go hunting for them, if you can find, dig through the piles of stuff in the, uh, you know, the war zone that is Ross, but yeah. you know, maybe you get some stocking stuffers for family members that need it, or, you know, some cheap vintage collection stuff for uh toy donations or something. So just keep your yep. keepers popped there, folks. Appa- apparently they're clearing their warehouses ready for uh, Cassian and Finn later on in the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those, those figures are fan channel figures and I have a feeling what that'll be early 2024. I have a feeling Christmas 2026 We'll be seeing uh, thousands of those two figures uh, hitting discount chains. So can't wait. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, hey, we're here. It's December of 2023. Uh, hard to believe, isn't it, guys? It's, it just flew by. Man, when, when you're, having, you're having fun with the vintage collection, it's, uh, it just goes. So uh, TVC did have a healthy year overall, you know, looking at it pulling back, looking at it from far back. Um, I've kind of put together some rough numbers of how the line fared this year, kind of, you know, what we're looking at in terms of newness, uh, some media coverage. Uh, John, thank you for jumping in and helping me clean this up a little bit because there was stuff I was unsure of, especially uh, when it came to the balance, the scales beat of things. Uh, Since I don't have a lot of those Black Series things in hand, since I don't buy them anymore, it was harder to figure it out. And one of us still buys those every once in a while yes yes i'll focus on the compliment <laughs> and the and the thanking and ignore the rest so everything i everything terrible i say is just a manifestation of my hatred for myself and i just need to drag <laughs> you down with me nice uh but some disclaimers here you know these numbers that we have or that i have i'm not gonna say we sorry to rope you guys into this that i have here um you know 
are looking at it, one, through the lens of a calendar year and what the majority of the consumers and collectors actually see or can purchase during the calendar year. Yes, we know some things are from the end of 2022 and some of the early 2024 budgets, um, you know, like the Cal wave, I think being a 2022 budget wave, Hera being 2024, whatever. It's messy. It's weird. But, you know, it's dicey. Uh, and, you know, I know the Cal Kestis wave that we in the States got at the beginning of 2023 did start hitting outside of the States uh, at the end of 2022, but it wasn't super widely available, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, certainly not for anyone uh, in the U.S., obviously, I'm those that wave was not available till about February here, uh, so I'm counting it. Uh, again, this is all based on what the majority can actually see and purchase through the official retail channels in the calendar year. Uh, there's a couple numbers here that will need a little bit more explanation uh, as to what they mean. We'll dive into a couple things. Uh, bear with me. Here they are. All right, so 2023, 80 figures, five vehicles, two play sets, and one beast. Two beasts, actually. Two beasts, actually. Thank you. Uh, you can take two all new away for a couple small characters. We'll talk about that here in a second. Um, John, will you read read us the figure newness? Oh, my goodness. So, yes, according to these numbers, there were 18 all new figures, 22.5% uh, of the line. Uh, 27 partial tools, 34% of the line, including figures that are so close to being all new sculpts, including the Phase 2 Clone Trooper. Uh, who is entirely new except for the head, which appears to be a reuse of one of the ARC Trooper heads that we've been seeing since the 501st Legion ARC Trooper pack a couple years ago. You know, kind of going back to last year, I know the, uh, the Ahsoka Corvus figure had reused hands from her Clone Wars Mandalore edition, um, which, again, it's like 95% new, but, you know, just for the purposes of this exercise, has to count as a partial tool. Um, so 18 repaints and kit bashes, 22.5% of the line, 17 repacks, 21% of the line. And that includes photo reel updates. Yes. Yes. I believe, um, when we talk about repaints, it's more like to make a different trooper or whatever. Um, yeah. So like the upcoming Cassian and Finn would be, yeah. Um, so compared to 2022, you know, 2022 saw six all new figures. So we have an increase of 12, uh, tripled the output there. Uh, there were 26 partial tools in 2022. So that was an increase of one. It's pretty consistent. Uh, there were 27 kit bash repaint figures in 2022. So there was a decrease of nine this year. Uh, and then 18 repacks, a decrease of one. Um, so yeah, that's, pretty good especially on the newness front i know 2022 was kind of a lean year um and going into the how things kind of fall like a, like i said the cal wave being technically 2022 that would bring 2022 to nine sculpts and that would take three away from 2023 but then there was also a 2022 wave that hit at the end of 2021 so uh, yeah it's a sliding scale <laughs> it's kind of hard to nail down the budget year stuff so that's why I just go by calendar do we want to go over the all new figures just to throw them out there what they are? All right. Yes. So the all new figures in 2023 are, uh, in order of however the Google sheet just put them down for me, uh, Morgan Elsbeth, HK87 Assassin Droid, General Harrison Dula, C110P Chopper, Sabine Wren, Cassian Andor, Vel Sartha, Cal Kestis BD1, Darth Revan, Grand Inquisitor, Admiral Piet, Hunter, Bib Fortuna, Tatooine, Cad Bane, Kersantan, Paz Vizsla, and Grogu from the N1 Starfighter. 
there are two in there to remove. If you want to, uh, you know, you guys brought up a good point about that this morning. Um, BD1 and Grogu being small pack-in characters. I left them in. My justification is that since they're named mains in these stories and i know they're accessory sized and i'm sure hasbro loves that that there's so many characters that are tiny accessory sized so if you take them out it brings us to 16 all new but yeah. and i think because we, we, we've been counting grogu since uh he was introduced a couple of years ago so that's kind of why they're still in there right yes yes so yeah yeah i mean if a figure has its own card back I guess that counts as a character that you can count as a figure. I yeah. know with the card back, he's got the pram and the other bits. But for me, Grogu, I think you can just about get away with counting him as a figure. Yeah. Um, I'll, let, I'll let Tyler talk about BD1 because I know yeah. he's the one that brought it up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, and I I totally agree. I Again, that was just my justification for it. But yeah. So a, a couple other things to mention here is that, yes, it includes Bib Fortuna Tatooine from the uh, Book of Boba Fett uh, playset, which was solicited last year but showed up in hand this year as well as a couple uh, deluxe world-building figures uh, like Paz Vizsla, Sabine Wren, and Kersantin, who, um, you know, they, they cost more, but the deluxe expression um, helps to add uh, more newness to the line overall, which is a good thing in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just in terms of the numbers, so it is interesting to see that there was a little bit less of, um, you know, kit bash and repaints, repacks, um, so there is a little, there was definitely more, obviously more all new newness, but, uh, and a little bit more in the partial tool category. So it's interesting to see that, you know, people do kind of complain about the repacks. It didn't feel as egregious this year, the number of like wacky repaints. Yeah. Um, I know we got at least some of the Boba Fett figures in hand this year and some of the arc troopers and stuff like that. Yeah. With, um, so I thought it was a pretty smart reuse of, uh, assets this year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The I think the biggest issue in terms of repacks this year would have been the ones that were the Target exclusive deluxe sets that were repacks of mainline figures that hit at the same time, essentially, which was a little questionable. Uh, I'm speaking, of course, of the Tuscan Warrior and the uh, Jedi Training Luke Skywalker, Jedi Academy Luke Skywalker, um, which are both currently easily found in mass quantities at any Target near you. So. Uh, for twenty seven ninety nine. Yeah, for maybe not for long, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, yeah. did we want to break down some of the repaints and do we want to? Do you want me to list the figures in each each one or just the all new? Stick to the all new. What stuff. do you guys think? We could, but then that's ultimately eighty figures we're reading off. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> that's not exciting. Off, no, no. <laughs> we can just talk about no, some of the highlights, I guess. But um, yeah, pick out some of the important ones. I mean, there's some that, although they're partial tools, they're as good as new figures, you know, when you think of the, the Jabba Denizens pack and things like that. Yeah. We saw a lot of really smart reuse of modern pieces from things like new media, all new figures. We saw a lot of reuse of relevant new modern standard things. Like, like you said, Lewis, the, the Jabba's Denizens, you know, we had Tessic uh, using parts from Cal Kestis to make him possible. And even, he had Bib Fortuna's arms, which I didn't even realize until uh, I saw some reviews. Oh, like yeah. a smart reuse of existing modern parts, so it doesn't feel like you know you're using 2006 yeah. pieces or whatever. There were some of those in there too, but yes, there were. There were uh, 2004 actually. Yes. If you go and look at your favorite For figure sure. of the year, John. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and you know, uh, I look at you know some of the things like 
Jedi Revan, just as we talked about him earlier, the Jedi one is just a repaint of the dark side one. And yet it, it it's still an exciting, it is an exciting reuse of something that people have asked for. It's, it's, it's cool. Um, and, and a lot of surprising newness as well this year too, in terms of the Obi-Wan pack, I thought I was shocked that they threw as much newness as they did in that set when I kind of was anxious about it for the 10 months that we waited for it to be revealed uh, after being pipelined. So, and then there were two uh, really smart, all new or close to all new figures, which uh, the Imperial officer and the clone trooper that mm-hmm. have already uh, provided dividends uh, with <laughs> lots of, uh, you know, yep. unique. Let's uh, hope they continue system. to. Yeah. yeah. And hours of lively discussion for sure. <laughs> it's the year <laughs> of the rank badge. Thank God for it. <laughs> That's what we need to do. We need to make a TVC Zodiac (laughs) that's like the year of the rank badge. (laughs) The year of the wacky repaint. Oh, Um, man. In terms of some of the wacky repaints, I guess, uh, I did appreciate that they did uh, the Ewok set. I know it's not the most exciting release of the year, but, uh, you know, if you're going to do droids, it's nice that we have the Ewoks in there as well. Yeah. Um, I don't want too many of these a year, but sprinkled in every once in a while, it's, it's, it, it adds a, an element of goofy fun that I appreciate. It's, it's a little appreciate. cherry on top. Yeah, yeah. Could have been nice to have more Ewoks for the actual Return of the Jedi 40th, but that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, repacks, uh, we had one uh, photo reel reissue wave, um, but then we had a couple other ones sprinkled throughout the main line as well. So it looks like they're kind of trying to revise or nail down how to get these 1.0 reissues out. Um, I I don't know. I was glad that we only saw the one wave and it seemed to be fan channel. It didn't clog up retail. Um, I have seen, you know, the, uh, is it the weak way is the one that was in the mainline wave with the Tuscan warrior. Um, I've seen that start lingering, uh, same with nine numb. Those two have kind of not been hot sellers, uh, at Target and Walmart in my area, anecdotally, I'm sure that changes. Um, hashtag OT, OTOA sells. Um, <laughs> no, just the, the nine nine. I know I, I always talk about, you know, I think swivel hips are okay sometimes, and other people are very against that, which is, which is great. Some um, people, but, some uh, people. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, but nine nine is just not a good figure. Um, I said before, he's way too short. He's not that short in the movie. Uh, you know, you can say, oh, the actor was short, but he was a puppeteer in that movie. He wasn't, you know, the guy that's the guy that's wearing the costume walking around in the movie was not as short as the figure. I wish they did not repack that guy. Um, and then my uh, the ankle on mine immediately broke off. And then Evan nicely sent me another one. But now I can barely even move the ankle on that guy. It's just not a, they didn't even update the color of his face i hate that figure it's not good <laughs> yeah yeah i feel you um do you guys want to jump into the non-figure stuff real quick or anything else on the figure uh, front? swivel hip socket. yes That's yes all I yeah i i understand and i agree with well, the spirit of that tyler but i also am inclined to go with the prior pick your battles prioritize where you want the money spent sort of thing i don't no. i don't suppose you went through this list and actually counted how many swivel hips we got this year i'd be curious to know i mean we, we've made it pretty clear uh, to hasbro uh, that hips are probably one of the oldest things they were still using up until a point and yeah. I know a celebration it was something we we brought up to emily wasn't it i think it was in yeah. one of our questions we asked her um, you know, and I, so they're well aware of it, and it seems to be that something they are desperately trying to get rid of. So I'd be curious to know actually, um, how many at least, hips are there compared to last year? Yeah. Off, off the top of my head, at least six, right? Chewbacca, right. and then the skiff guards, the five of those. Yeah. 
Oh, and Plus Rees. So Rees, yeah, and, well, yeah. and two two uses. Two, two Chewbacca. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. And Star Trek. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of the, the reuse. Yeah. Okay. So, so a nice handful. Yeah, and again. <laughs> So yes, my point is yes. Obviously, uh, updated modern hips are ideal, but yeah. if they're gonna, you know, do background skiff guards necessarily need them? I don't think so. If some of those yeah. figures from ten years ago are still okay, in my opinion, just get them out again. Um, some are not, so it is kind yeah. of a case by case basis. The um, one that bothered me was Star Killer because that came out at the same time Black Series was getting an all new Star Killer right. um, that that can do everything, whereas ours is like, meh, you can. He can kind of do a running man, and that's there's it. There's also the Klaatuanian Raider, which is, of course, based on the weak way. Um, so yes. I guess that's maybe 10 swivel hips, at least, that we've counted so far. Too many. Yeah, yeah. The appropriate number would be zero. For yeah. sure. <laughs> 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 Ultimately, I agree, but yeah. Um, so the line saw uh, vehicles, of course. 2023 was a nice vehicle a year. We got two all-new vehicles, two repaints, and one repacked vehicle in the ATST uh, Raider. Uh, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I remember no, buying no. in 2019, the eight, 2020. The oh, uh, are you counting that? No, not that. Sorry. The ATST from Return of the Jedi. Thank yes. you. And uh, I my would brain just <laughs> mashed them together. So I, I would count that as a repaint, and I'm sorry that I did not catch that because it does have quite a new – it has a very okay. nice update to the paint, so – Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I accept that revision. That's why we're talking. Sure. So. Yes. Yes. Some of these <laughs> I did check and I didn't check close enough, but yeah. Um, yeah it, however you count it, five new vehicles this year. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Five, you know, new, new ish updated in some regard. Um, kind yeah, of amazing. And, and one that we had been asking for, for a long, long time, the speeder bike. So I don't, <laughs> we weren't asking for it to be all new. There was a perfectly acceptable one out there and we've talked about that before, but whatever, we got a speeder bike in the line and it has already seen a smart reuse uh, since. So they're kind of doing some of the things that we've talked about. And when I say we, I don't mean the four of us sitting here on this podcast. I just mean we collectively as a community have mm-hmm. talked about. So um play sets are still a thing happening in the world building scale uh we got two all new play sets in the uh jabba's throne room sorry boba fett's throne room stand in uh jabba um and the uh endor bunker which was a nice little surprise too so yeah what'd you guys think of those yeah two good sets uh the the jabba's um sorry the, the boba fett's throne room i think it's a great set i think you know all the the accessories that come with it I mean, you know, people moan about the price, but I think I think it's good value, and I I think that what is in that set is amazing. I think it looks great as a piece on the shelf, and uh, you know, it's it's got adaptability, hasn't it? You can you can set it up in either or. Uh, most people will probably put Jabber in there, but um, yeah, I think that's a that's a fantastic set, and I'd like to see more of those of that size, you know, from that Pulse exclusive. Yep, absolutely agree. Yeah. I, and you know we'll we'll talk about it more uh, later on when we sort of go over the whole year looking back. But um, I, I think this was a well balanced year because it offered something like that, but also a Haslab. Um, and yeah. that's that's kind of like an ideal year for me. Is you know you have you have small vehicles, and then you have like you know sort of medium sized diorama pieces like the bunker. And then you've got something large like the uh, like the throne room, and then you have something extra large like a Haslab. I mean, that's that's like yeah, ideal checking all the boxes. Mm-hmm. 
that's like a perfect TVC year for me, ideally. Plus, we got the not, not to go back one category, but the the Mandalorians in one Starfighter yeah, was great to yeah. see. Um, in terms of that just, too, yeah, like you said, hitting all the different price points between you know, so yep. yeah, it's a great ship, and it, it was nice that it seemed to have sold quite well for them. As Absolutely, they mentioned. yeah, and uh, yeah, so both the the wider releases that you can actually see in stores, plus these Hasbro Pulse things, plus these Haslabs, it's a nice mix. Um, in terms of, again, you'll not be surprised that I have not opened uh, Boba Fett's throne room as I find space for these giant uh, things we <laughs> keep getting all the time, which are great. Keep them coming, but give me some time to catch up for the love of God. Um, <laughs> but the uh, the indoor bunker was nice in terms of the fact that it was tied to several other releases, the speeder bike and the ATST, and you know some of the figures in the line. It, it could have been better, could have been more to go with it, of course, but I really appreciated the uh, world building around that beat. Um, yeah. If if they're going to, you know, they didn't go super wide on everything, but they went. They said, okay, we're gonna look at the indoor area. We're gonna there's some stuff we can get out, some repaints, some repacks, a couple new things, um, a nice little entry and, point for yeah. That and clever area. reuse with like the the yep. rebel in the uh, scout trooper disguise. That oh, was yeah, for sure. That was clever. That was clever. I know that yeah. that scout trooper body is not ideal still, but whatever. Yeah. It got, and it got They're chipping some, away. So, They're chipping away at it. It's getting yeah. yeah. One day it's the the, uh, the scout trooper of Theseus. It keeps getting <laughs> updates every so often. That's kind of what they did with the stormtrooper. I mean, think about it. Twenty nineteen VC one forty rolls around. We're like, we did it. We got the definitive stormtrooper, and then they just keep adding little things to it. It's like, oh, it gets yeah. better. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> when we were so. talking about again to go back, I'm um, talking about the hips. I remember a few years ago we were also focused on rocker ankles. And then they kind of fix that, and they're like, "All right, we're done. Thank God." And they're like, eh, oh, "Oh, not so fast. You could do better on the hips." Yeah, and they did better I, on the <laughs> hips, and now that's the thing. And then now, now we're saying, "Oh, now you can get a little bit better on the elbows too." So it's always which body part are we going to focus on uh, yeah. this year? I wonder. I, I will say though, I think the rocker ankles to me was more important than the slight upgrade to the hip system. Um, where if something has, if something goes from no rocker ankles to rocker ankles, I think that is a complete game changer for yeah. that figure. Whereas if something goes from a good hip system to a really good hip system, yeah. it's like, okay, I mean, that money could have gone to maybe something else newer, but whatever. So. I mean, I get it. I, get I think it. the problem is it spoils us, doesn't it? Because then we look at everything in comparison to the latest thing we've got in our hand. And that's where you're always going back and thinking, oh, we could do an update on that figure now and we could do an update on that. And that's where I guess it's, you know, we we want so much out of it that Hasbro are, are doing really well in what they're giving us. But it, it's sort of a double-edged sword, really, because they're, yeah. they're just make, you know, making a rod for their own back by, by giving us stuff that's too good. Yeah. So, yeah, how not, dare not they? Not that they shouldn't. <laughs> well, like yeah. I remember a few years ago, you know, people would say, you know, Woof was one of their favorite figures from TVC 1.0. And then they repack it this year and then they say, well, now it doesn't have rocker ankles and it doesn't have updated hips. And it, it's like, well, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and then going back to Tyler, what you were saying of having a big item like the throne room and then the really big item like the HasLab, you know, we kind of had the the throne room kind of felt like uh, an experiment with that pulse only model. It was like a HasLab that wasn't right. a HasLab sort of thing where we I think it was what, 16 to 18 months of us pre-ordering it in February of 2022. And then it showed up in what, August, July, September, sometime here in 2023. Uh, long time, kind of like a HasLab time scale. Um, but I really like that and I want to see them embrace that and try that kind of more alongside the giant centerpiece um, items. I I liked that a lot. For sure. So. 
it was the HasLab without the uh, stress of having to campaign yeah. and it's never going to happen sort of thing. Absolutely. It is still available now, isn't it? And I know they, you know, they did announce it was, it was being closed, you know, they were going to be pulling it and they didn't say it would never come back. So yeah. in fairness to them, they, they haven't broken any promises per se, but it, it, it kind of felt like that was it. If you didn't get it at that time, that was it. And, and obviously now it's there. And I think recently in the UK, it is back up to normal price now, but it, it went down. You, you could get it if, as a premium member for about 130 quid. I have to okay. wonder if those were canceled ones because people prioritized the ghost. You know, I, I really do wonder about yeah, because, that. Yeah, basically. Because that charge at the same time the ghost was exactly. closing uh, the HasLab window. So, yeah, there was a lot hitting then. Mm-hmm. I mean, like for me personally, I had I had two ordered and I canceled one of them because of the ghost so i mean i'm just one person so how many other hundreds of dozens of hundreds of people whatever canceled one or more yeah and it wasn't just the ghost it it dropped uh, because there was a lot of things dropping around that time not just figures i I think uh uh, perhaps one of the other vehicles may may have been the the atc there there was something else that came out i might yeah yeah, the m1 yeah, I think there was definitely a lot for people to take on. And then the skiff guards were supposed to come out. Yeah. We still, yeah, they're still dropping pre-orders like little breadcrumbs throughout the year, but then everything will ship in these giant chunks of like three or four times throughout the year. Yeah. Um, in terms of the throne room, they did say that, uh, you know, more quantities might be available uh, when it goes in stock. So I think that was a way to say, you know, encourage, if you want it, you should pre-order it. But, um, you know, if you can't get it right now, it will be in stock later at some point, but they didn't want to firmly say, yes, it's going to, definitely be in stock once it comes in so i give them a little bit of wiggle room on that one yeah definitely i and i'm curious to see what they do with it if this was successful for them if they do this kind of offering again i hope they do because i think this is a fantastic piece and i hope it sold well i feel like everyone who got it is over the moon about it so yeah and i'm glad that it is still available so that there's not a gate thrown up in front of it that oh you missed it no, uh, totally. this is something that yeah. people can go back like hey i didn't have the 200 and some dollars here um i'm glad i can get this now 6 7 8 months later and wow dang this thing's amazing hasbro still gets money for it we all win so whatever okay um well, we're we're to it now. So Beasts have made a triumphant return to the vintage collection in the form of the Massive, which was all new. Uh, the first first one of those since when was it? 2003 was when the Massive was last yep. done. Uh, yeah, it's from 2002 with the Geonosian, but then it's 2003 with the uh, Tuscan or late 2002. Okay, so this was all new, and it was packed in with a repack of questioning, uh, questionably the uh, Tuscan Warrior uh, as a deluxe a deluxe set for Target. Um, Beast is really nice, but it was a little underarticulated, so I remember uh, whatever I'm editorializing here with my disappointment. But overall, it's a very nice sculpt. Uh, and then we also got uh, is his name Mur the Lothcat Sabine's Lothcat Merly Merly Sabine's Lothcat uh, in her deluxe set, which I completely completely forgot in my counting here but yes nice little beast not not articulated outside of the head correct uh correct yeah okay cool 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 but still nice to have it's another creature we've never had before isn't it so, yeah yeah you know it's yeah it's great and it's going to lead to the uh, the white one with ezra and i'm sure they can you know they can i'd like a creature i'd like more of these massives we've said it before but i want it was funny at uh, I think London MCM Comic Con they had like five or six Tuscan warriors all <laughs> paired together to show that you can get a bunch of them with the massives. I'm like, well, there's only one of them, but uh, you know, 
we've talked about it before, but it would be nice to have it now that they're introducing more creature packs. It would be nice to have um, another chance at the massive and, you know, different paint variations of the loath cat and stuff like that. Yeah. Of, of the six Tuscan Raiders they have in, in modern TVC over the last year, year and a half, they picked the one that was not army buildable, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but oh, well, uh, John, you have a note here that you just added frantically on the fly while we were talking. Wait, there's seven more. We forgot. The most important creatures of the year, the frogs. Jeez. <laughs> Grogu's okay. frogs. <laughs> okay, you know what? Because we you, really needed more of those. You can't counting, give me crap about BD1. We're counting BD1. <laughs> we need to count. Stop the presses. Add seven to the creatures. There's seven frogs, including one uh, new sculpt that was reused twice, and then four reuses of the uh, previously released frog. But God you know, bless you, John. <laughs> It's a small thing, but I will say these small, tiny things, they do add a, a lot of character to the line. They add, you know, the Luke, the Luke and Grogu set, I like that for um, Luke's repack uh, of the mainline one. Grogu's a repack, but, you know, all the accessories are nice. It helps build out little scenes. Um, so I do I appreciate that. That Luke set is a, that's a fantastic deluxe set. You know, if you remove the part that that Luke is just a repack of the one that was also on pegs for $10 less. If you remove that giant hurdle, that set is a very nice set with Luke, Grogu, and a bunch of accessories. So I, I, I really do like that. Yeah. So and I, I, know, I had fun with it. And last time on that, I know we've moved on, but um, the fact that they released these figures in that set and on a card, I think, is something that we have asked for before. They always address things, and it takes like two years for them to actually do something about it. So it's like, you know, a few years ago, and we're still, you know, saying if you put a figure out, they should be on a card. Yep. Um, so now they said, well, we're putting them in a deluxe and they're going to be on a mainline card. Here you go. You wanted them on a card. Here you go. Um, yeah. you know, we're saying <laughs> malicious compliance. It, it, it's interesting, I, though. I hope that they do that with Django, yeah. for example. Yeah, right. It'll be interesting hopefully. to see what they do with that. It, it's, it's interesting, though. Which ones are we seeing? Are you seeing sitting more, the deluxe ones or the carded ones? Or are we seeing both? Because it's it, interesting to tell to see what people, you know, obviously we know there's a lot of carded collectors out there who will pick up the Luke on the card. Um, you know, as an opener, I want all the accessories, but I did pick up a carded copy as well. It'd be interesting. I very rarely see carded figures around me, so. I was going to say, carded figures, mainline TVC is sometimes hard to come by at retail here in the States. Um, I've, I've only seen the Luke on card a couple times. I, I they My, my store's actually just restocked the the wave that the Tuscan warrior was in. So I'm starting right. to see her pile up on card at Walmart. Um, but yeah, like those two figures, I don't think have ever hit my target. So, and since those are only, I think there are one or two per case, whereas the deluxes are eight solid packed, uh, solid pack case of eight. On I their own. On their I own see more pair. of the deluxe. Yeah. So yeah. You're gonna, yeah obviously you're going to get more. No, it makes yeah. sense. And it, yeah, because so all of the deluxe figures are on their own, like DPCI at Target, their own skew, their own peg. So yeah. it is easier for them to get to the stores, and then people see them and they freak out and they say, "Oh my God, peg warmer! They should have never done this." Yeah, there are there are fought like five at once right now at Target, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens with them. But so so theoretically, if if any any one of the deluxe sets, like say around me, there's a lot of Pazes and a lot of. Uh, Tuscan warrior with massives 
they could clearance those individually without clearancing the yes. Luke and we one, saw them do basically. that with the dark trooper yeah. earlier this year because uh, i remember i got a couple uh, for yeah, like 749 yeah. again not to be a clearance vulture i already had yep. several uh but yeah but when they put them on sale yeah. and some sites put them on sale before they even hit stores so it's like well obviously you're gonna take advantage of that yeah 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 I certainly did. <laughs> I bought 34 of them <laughs> and they oh, uh, made them rain. <laughs> but, uh, literally. Yeah. All right. So this year, uh, TVC saw some pretty decent media coverage, uh, but there were, you know, some major uh, Star Wars media releases this year. So let's kind of go through those real quick. Um, We've got we got the Mandalorian season three earlier this year, which saw uh, one all new figure in the N one Grogu, woo, uh, and one repainted figure R five D four, and one all new vehicle the N one Starfighter. Plus, uh, so. plus Mando from that N one Starfighter, right? Yes, as a repaint, yes. retool, repaint, whatever he is. Yeah, yeah. I didn't throw him in here, but yes, yes. Um, we also had concurrently running with Mando for a little while, uh, the Bad Batch season two, which we got zero figures from. Uh, we got two season one figures, though, in the form of Hunter, all new, and uh, everybody's figure of the year, Captain <laughs> Hauser, formerly Captain Ballast. So I'm glad that took up a mainline spot. So important. Uh, Ahsoka season one aired a little bit ago. We got six figures from that show five being all new and one being a repaint encouraging encouraging that's pretty outstanding honestly yeah. they should be applauded on that yep. they they did a lot more than i thought they would for that um i mean i guess we can say that a couple of those two of those are technically on the 2024 budget but again i don't care uh about what <laughs> you've got in hand yep yes yes yeah. Uh, Jedi Survivor was also a big smash hit for them uh, this year. Not Hasbro, but for, you know, uh, Lucasfilm for the Star Wars brand. Big thing. It got two all new figures this year. Yes, I'm counting BD1, uh, but one if you want to exclude him and then his, you know, whatever. So Cal Kestis, which we've been asking for since the Jedi Fallen Order days. We still need the Fallen Order look. But Antrilla. you know what? Thank God we finally have Cal in the line. Yes, Antrilla, yeah. but it, it's a start. It's a start. We still have a long journey ahead of us, but that's what it is. Uh, and then we've talked about it a couple times already, but Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary was a big, you know, big beat uh, in terms of the Star Wars fandom and all of that this year. Uh, so TVC got 19 figures for Return of the Jedi. Uh, one was all new in the form of uh, Piet, which has led to other things. Uh, 10 partial tools and eight repacks. We got two vehicles, which one was all new, one was a repaint, thank you, John, and then two play sets from a certain point of view, if you want to count the Boba Fett's throne room as Jabba's throne room, which I think is fair play. Thoughts on that, guys? Are you are you pleased overall of the things that were relevant in the public consciousness in terms of Star Wars having presence in the vintage collection? Or do you think, I mean, obviously they can do more, They sh we'd love them to do more, but... As we said, Ahsoka was a good, you know, case example of what we want them to be doing. It was, you know, figures relevant, released around or shortly after the series came out. Um, Mando season three is kind of the opposite of that, and Bad Batch is the extreme opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, but because um, we know John Favreau keeps his secrets very close to the 
everything, you know, close to the chest. He thinks every single thing is going to be a new Grogu moment and it's just not, you know, is Vane the pirate really going to need to be something you completely hold back from licensors? I don't think so, man. Come on. Yeah. But, the pipeline um, is full of Mando season three figures, by the way. But it's, but it's nothing that we didn't like already know, you know, it's just yeah. two ran- rando Mandos from the background and another Din and Grogu. Um, so it's, you know, I'm, we're waiting on those. We're waiting on, you know, Moff Gideon and his troopers and all the exciting things from the latter half of the season. Yeah. Um, but so again, Ahsoka is very nice. Again, there's a lot more. We need Balin. We need Shin. But uh, it was nice to see that. And then um, I still want Morocco too. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mentioned that when we were talking the other day in one of our chats where, you know, I've seen kind of going back to where I don't see a whole lot of card. I don't see a lot of mainline TVC around me outside of GameStop getting stuff. Um, you know, Walmart will occasionally get a case and then it's gone. And then whenever they restock, it's usually from a couple waves ago. Like I'm now seeing with the, you know, Tuscan warrior wave uh, and whatever kind of making an appearance again. But I've seen the black series waves for Ahsoka. There's two waves with Ahsoka figures. I've seen those waves multiple times. Now they keep replenishing them and adding to the piles at my stores, which good for them, whatever. But I've never seen Merrick once in the wild, that that six-inch Merrick. I've, I've never seen him. So he's obviously selling well uh, out of all the figures. Ezra's piling up, which he, is he weird to He sold out in but, retro. Um, Merrick as well sold out in retro yeah. uh, on a, a lot of the fan journals over here. I think you can still get him in a few places, but yeah. oddly enough, none of the others have. So, you know. We, read, read what you will into that. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, there's plenty of times that we talk about, and I know we worry of something like, you know, with the client being something that people can get for a dollar now in six inch because it just <laughs> failed miserably in that scale. No one wanted it. Um, you know, we worry they about- They don't have a play does, set for it. That's why. Yeah. But like, does something failing in six inch, it hurts our chances of getting it in three and three quarter inch. But also, if something is so wildly successful- put that on the docket immediately to get that out for three and three quarter inch collectors. Cause obviously there is a hunger, there is a demand for some of these things. So I don't know for sure. No, I was going to say, I think when you look at the six figures, you know, I think it's a good turnout for, for TBC, especially when you look in the past of what we've had for certain, you know, new media, we've, we've been really struggling, but it is still frustrating when we get six and we think, Oh, that's good. And then you look at what black series are getting and they get what 10, I don't even know what the figures are, but you know, we see them figures they're getting that we don't have. And again, it, that's where it always stings a little bit. And you try not to look too much, you know, and say, oh, I want that because they've got it. You know, yeah. you try and appreciate what you've got in front of you, but it does always still feel a little bit like, you know, yeah, yeah, you've done well, you can have those, but we're not yeah. going to give you these ones. And and that's where yeah. sometimes it's just a little bit, you know, a little bit bitter. Um, but, you know, they're great figures. You can't, I can't moan about what we, what we have got. They're great. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. One thing I've noticed uh, about that wave um, is that I, I've only seen um, Thrawn on pegs, I think, once, and maybe Morgan once, maybe not at all. I'm trying to remember, but um, it's interesting. I've seen the Grand Inquisitor and Luke and the HK droid a number of times, uh, and Ahsoka once or twice, but Thrawn and Morgan, interestingly... Seem to be the quickest ones to go, and I, I'm looking. I see they're they're the ones that are you know one per case, uh, yeah. along with Luke. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's part of it. But you know, it's just interesting. It's interesting you bring that up because I see so in the Black Series Ahsoka offerings, the ones that I'm seeing piling up are Morgan and Ezra. Um, 
whereas I've not, yeah, I haven't seen the vintage collection Morgan near as frequently. Again, we rarely ever see that wave, but yeah, it, it's, it's interesting to see how that kind of shook out for those. I'm, I'm, I'm curious why Ezra's peg warming. Is it because he wasn't effectively in the show in that outfit? And maybe people are looking at that. Like, Oh, I didn't see that character, uh, blinking. You miss it in a hologram. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If I can bring up a couple of 2022 shows real quick, just to say with the 18 month thing. Um, and we, yes, we've, please do. Keep, Evan, it includes one of your, my favorites. So your balance of scale stuff. Yeah. So obviously Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series we got a couple, uh, great new figures recently. Um, you know, two retools and a all new with grand inquisitor and then the Obi-Wan versus Vader, uh, showdown or duels end two pack, which was awesome to see. So again, some of these, I get, you know, it would be nice to see, it was nice to see some of the, like the main looks of these characters released close to the show. And then some of the more spoilery end of season looks uh, later on, which is, I'm fine with that. Yeah. And then uh, we got a huge beat for a uh, book of Boba Fett uh, this year, 18 months after that show was out, which again, Mr. Favreau, please, for the love of God, be a little bit, we can know the Tuscan Raiders are going to be in the show. I don't think that's a huge spoiler. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it would have been nice to get some of those earlier but it was very nice to get a good selection and then most of them there's a couple that are in black series that that tvc doesn't have like Cobb vanth and the pike soldier but a lot of the other ones are pretty balanced which was nice to see and then um in terms of return of the jedi like i said they focus so much on indoor they also didn't really do anything new for a new hope or empire strikes back this year in terms of original trilogy but i was happy to see them focus you know, sometimes the focus means excluding other things, but if, you know, all their original trilogy focus was on Return of the Jedi for the 40th, which I thought was nice instead of just getting a little bit an unsatisfying one or two things from each movie, it was nice to see a bunch from just Return of the Jedi. So I thought that was good. And again, it's a huge change from the Empire Strikes Back 40th, where we got what, the, that place at the end of the year with no figures to go with it. Um, <laughs> Slave one repack. Which we got again this year, yeah, that, so yeah, yeah. That's why I was just sitting there thinking. I mean, when you compare it to to Empire, you know, we all expected it to be, you know, pretty as lame as what we got for Empire, I guess. Yeah. And uh, you know what they've given us? Yeah, there's a lot of reuse there. There's a lot of partial tools, repacks. But I think it's nice that they did acknowledge it. And you know, as John said earlier, they built a whole thing around it. I guess for me, I, I, I'm we've got one new tool, which is obviously Piet, which is great. If you're going to tool one new figure, then that was it. That was the one yep. to do because it's going to lead to so many more. Yep. But I kind Already of has. feel, yeah. yeah, exactly. But I, I kind of feel that they missed out a little bit. I know John said earlier they didn't have any new Ewoks. That would have been nice. But Rebel Commandos, I mean, that was the yeah, one, yeah. That, that was the a four big pack one. that everybody was expecting. Everyone was thinking, now oh, this is going to come. It's going to come this year. Yeah. The, and, you know, the thing now is, you kind of feel we missed the boat on that, you know? Well, I, yeah. I, I, and this is just me personally. I know a lot of people want the old, you know, um, TVC 1.0 commando is put out in a box like that. I am, I'm thinking (laughs) that they did not do it because they're hearing us on the fact that we've never had a rebel trooper that doesn't have swivel hips. And they're like, you know what, Mm -hmm. let's wait until we can do it justice. Like we did for the black series. So they're, they're waiting on that, which I approve of. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd rather they wait and do it right. than. Give me another iteration of this is going to frustrate me, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. But well, also you're not going to army build them if if it's something that you know is a little bit out of date and something that you know down the line that they they can update, then it just makes you hold back a bit on army building them. Right. And, you know. Yeah. Again, it doesn't help anybody. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, True. as we're finding out, if for those of us who bought a bunch of clones in 2021 and 2022, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Um, <laughs> but when you when you look at you know 19 figures from Return of the Jedi this year, and then you know 80 total for the year, that's nearly that's a quarter a quarter of the line mm. was Return of the Jedi this yeah. year. I mean, that's a very robust ce- uh, anniversary celebration and. I applaud that. I think it's great. And I, I think that they should continue to do very robust anniversary celebrations when applicable. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I'm I'm hoping to see this for Revenge of the Sith. I'm hoping they have at least some stuff for the Phantom Menace. I understand, you know, everybody's a little, but the Phantom Menace because yeah. it killed <laughs> off, you know, TBC the first time around. I, I, I got it. But you know, it'd be, it'd be nice to get something like an, a new Maul or a new Obi-Wan or a new Qui-Gon. You yeah. know, all three of those, I think, desperately need new figures. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, just a little a little mini beat. But uh, yeah. I, I am hoping to see a, a very substantial and robust um, 20th anniversary celebration for Revenge of the Sith. I, I, I'm really hoping that we, we see something of the magnitude that they've done for Return of the Jedi this year. Because I think that it deserves it. And... Um, I don't think that prequels, the, the the prequels are necessarily being done the justice in the line that they should be. And Clone Wars stuff is great, but it doesn't quite count. So any more than Rogue One counts as OT. It's not not quite, <laughs> you know, so. Ideally, it would be more like Return of the Jedi 40th than Clone Wars 20th. Yes. 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 Absolutely. But yeah, like, you know, the prequel generation getting older, having the money to spend for that too, like we're here as well. And so it, it is nice. It's not like the OT is being shafted. Um, and, and especially look in that number of 19 things. You have a couple of the things that folks have been clamoring for for years to complete very important mini beats from Return of the Jedi in in forms of things like Tessic, Velkin, Tame, these little, you know, background things that do mean a lot to people. So it's encouraging. I like it. Um, speaking of Return of the Jedi 40th, unless there's anything else that you guys have. Throughout the year, we've been uh, sharing people's favorite memories from Return of the Jedi in the spirit of the anniversary. Uh, we put out the call, oof, while back in May, and we were just kind of collecting them, uh, live streams, podcasts, all that fun stuff. Uh, there's a ton of them that I haven't had a chance to share yet, but since this is our final podcast slash event of the year, I'm just going to read a couple right now. First up is one from friend of the pod, Jay Guy's studio. He writes, My first experience watching the original Star Wars trilogy was in the 1997 special edition, and the best memory I had from Return of the Jedi was undoubtedly the space battle scene. The way the ships zoomed and weaved through the chaos of the battle was breathtaking. Furthermore, what I loved most about the scene was how well-detailed each ship was, and it was fascinating to see the different variants of class ships in action. They put so much effort and passion into creating a believable space battle. Compared to the space battle scene in A New Hope, I felt that the one in Return of the Jedi was a significant improvement. It was more dynamic, more intense, and more engaging overall. J-Guy's studio, I definitely agree. The uh, Battle of Endor is just poof. Mm. Chef's kiss. Uh, Ben Swallow Collector 95 writes, I've always loved Return of the Jedi. My favorite scene in the entire saga is Vader's redemption. On Christmas 1998, my parents gave me the Power of the Force Last Jedi dual set, which became my most precious gift in my entire life. Yeah, dude. I feel that. 
And we've got another one from uh, Return of the Aluni. Alani. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing this. Usernames are always fun. Uh, they write, at the age of 10, I went for the first time to a movie with my friends. They had to convince my parents that it was all good. It was my first ever Star Wars movie. And from there on out, uh, took off recreating scenes and collecting figures. Return of the Jedi is the evergreen movie for me. Only Rogue One and The Empire Strikes Back are on that same level. All right. And then the last one is going to be from Jay to the Rizze. They write, five years old, and it's one of my earliest memories. I went with my mom to watch it sometime in June. It was before the 4th of July. I don't remember the movie itself, but remember the absolute feeling of awe and wonder on the way home. Africa by Toto was on the radio in the car, and I just remember staring out the window, daydreaming about that galaxy far, far away. Return of the Jedi is my favorite of the original trilogy to this day. Solid memory and solid soundtrack to that memory for sure. Thank you again to everybody that submitted their stories, took the time to kind of share with us. It was really fun to celebrate together as a community, even though it was here and there. Uh, it's been really great. I, if I didn't share your stuff, it's not because I didn't see it. I read all of these. They're wonderful. Uh, I'm sorry, I just kind of ran out of time. Uh, but we'll see what happens next year, you know? Going back and looking at 2023, earlier in the year, you know, there's been some fan events uh, throughout the year. Uh, we did one, uh, uh, March Madness, for those of you uh, living under a rock. We've done that for three years now and coming up again soon. Uh, March Madness 2023 was a ton of fun this year. Thank you to all who participated, all who partnered with us to make it a reality. Uh, thank you guys here sitting with me for, you know, being the team that can try to drive this past the finish line as we go because it's a lot of work. Uh, John, good God. Uh, how does your brain still <laughs> hold things That's after that? But yeah, uh, you know, John, you take it from here actually for March Madness, just real quick, just run us through some things from that. Just, we've talked about it so much. If you're curious about March Madness, 2023, visit our Instagram. There's pinned posts about it. There's a podcast yeah. episodes about it. We don't need to say too much, but just a quick snapshot. But uh, yeah, one of the pinned posts we have is the, uh, the the figures that have appeared numerous times on on the bracket by now that still need to be made. I think that shows uh, community consensus, and we'll get into that with other events in a second here. Consistency, um, showing yep. some of the similarities and differences. But um, uh, Count Dooku won the bracket this year, and he was ranked number three in the submissions. Uh, we'll just do the top ten submissions real quick. From number ten, were Baze Malbus. Grand Inquisitor, who has been made. Director Krennic, who has been made. Luthen Rail, Cobb Vanth. Ben Obi-Wan Kenobi from A New Hope. Han Solo from A New Hope. Count Dooku, who is coming. Uh, Luke Skywalker Tatooine. And Princess Leia Organa from A New Hope, who is also coming. The uh, final four in the March Madness were Count Dooku, Asajj Ventress, Sabine Wren, and Luke Skywalker Tatooine. Zooming out, I'll show you the Elite Eight as well. There was Darth Revan, who has been made. Cobb Vanth. Uh, the Tonica sisters and Harrison Dula, who has been made. So it's just interesting. Uh, you know, a lot of them, uh, it's nice that's, you know, not to say it was the only factor, but we know that Hasbro has mentioned a number of times that they do look at these fan polls and community events as, uh, you know, showing the community wants. So just to make sure to have your voice represented, vote uh, in these sorts of things. Um, including the, I'll just say the last figure standing as well. We'll talk about it all here, um, which is going on right now. Uh, depends on when this podcast comes out. 
But at the time of recording, the top four figures were revealed yesterday, and they are Balin Skoll from Ahsoka, as well as Cobb Vanth, the Tonica sisters, again, and Moma Nadon Hammerhead, who was ranked at number 14 in our submissions, and the Tonicas were number 12. So it shows, you know, people tend to think there's a lot of difference across different platforms and things, but there's a lot more consensus than people, I think, might initially uh, imagine, which is interesting to see. Um, but yes, the Tonicas and Hammerhead and, you know, the characters like Ventress, they keep doing well in these sorts of things. So hopefully Hasbro is taking notice as well. But uh, yeah, so for that, go to last.figure.standing on Instagram to check the calendar, see where they are when this episode comes out and vote if you haven't voted uh, in whatever round is going on when you hear this. So this initiative is coming at you from John Miko from the uh, SW The Vintage Collection Facebook group, Chris Swansky from Banthaskull, Tim from Bosk's Bounty, as well as some, some assists. Tyler, you were on one of their streams last week. They've had streams with Victoria from Victoria's Cantina and uh, Yakface, Jason from Yakface as well. Um, so uh, check that out. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, then gear up for March Madness, your top 25 submissions. Any characters that didn't make it into the top 10, the last figure standing? If you want to, you know, shout out those guys a little bit, if you had trouble making your top 10 list, now you get to make a top 25 list, folks. So get excited for that. I need to rest up for it. Uh, try to uh, figure out how I'm going to go through all your lists this year. But I think, Evan, you've got some good spreadsheet ideas that we've, uh, you know, we've been taking a peek at some things under the hood this year already. So get ready I'm, for that. I'm thinking, I'm hoping, kind of, <laughs> that. Uh... You know, now that uh, we know that at everyone is something that, that we can do on Facebook, um, I I kind of am expecting more participation than, than ever before this year, which will be a, uh, an even bigger effort than in previous years. <laughs> Every year it grows, but, um, you know, we didn't we didn't know in years past that we could do that. And now now we do. So I think there's going to be a lot of participation this year it's gonna be nuts but <laughs> we'll be we'll be bugging everybody to do it so <laughs> yes yes get ready for that yeah be like santa now start making your list and then we'll check it <laughs> twice right at least uh, three times in the coming four months. times yeah yeah, yeah. 500 yeah. times so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm still hoping that some of my list are going to get ticked off before we have to submit it i don't know why it's just a you know, little yeah. hope you think come on it's just just get rid of some of those other little ones that we've been hanging around yeah. for the last three years. Let's just yeah. let's just get a few of those more off, and then you know I think that will just help because it's it's nice. I think this year it, it it's going to be fun because I think there's been a lot of figures that have been hanging around a lot for the last couple of years that have all, as John just listed, a lot of them have now been made. So mm -hmm. your Revens, you know, your, your pre Vizsla, uh, all of those figures that that always seem to be up there are now out and done. So. I think it makes it more interesting this year. I think the the, the sixty four at least is going to be have some some real newness in it. Um, but but what you know, it'd be nice to get some of those other long standing ones out as well. Yes, hundred percent. And you know, last figure standing has been a nice sneak preview too, since they're doing it on the heels of some new media that wasn't around when we were doing March Madness this year when we were collecting the data submissions. So you know, things like Balin and Shin and Merrick and these characters will be, you know, maybe their profiles will be boosted. They exist now um, as characters. So I, I'm sure it'll, we'll see those characters, you know, make some big, big time appearances on lists. You know, those are, those are characters that the community seems to also want on top of these established uh, OT things as well. So 
It's fun. I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes, guys. And then there were, as you said, there have been so many made from the bracket since then. Again, not to say not because of the bracket, all that, whatever. But um, just so many have been ticked off that people have been asking for for years now, which has been awesome to see. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, all yeah. all three of the champions, Bo-Katan, um, Kersantan, and Count Dooku, all three of them have been made. You know, and whether that's just a, a nice coincidence or whether we helped, uh, you know, influence that, at the end of the day, three for three is great. So we applaud Hasbro for that. It's wonderful, um, and we hope that uh, that we can be four for four soon with whoever the 2024 champion is. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Hopefully, they pipeline Balin because he's probably going to win Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. He's probably going to win March Madness. <laughs> Probably so. already. So yeah, yeah, get that out of the way now, yeah. guys. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of three for three, there was a little thing that happened over the summer leading us into the fall, and it was the Ghost Has Lab, an effort that also helped us check off quite a non uh, non negligible chunk of figures from the March Madness mm-hmm. want list in form of the Rebels crew. Uh, hashtag get the ghost. Hashtag got the ghost. Hashtag yes. Hashtag <laughs> so many all the time. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, that should be arriving late 2024 if all goes, uh, you know, according to plan. Uh, yeah. So uh, any one of you guys want to take bullet point two here? No? Okay. I'll do it. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I lost where you were on the, on the yeah. list. <laughs> um, so yes, we're already seeing the tooling and overall success from it, uh, leading to things in the main line, like those alternate versions of Ezra, Zeb, and Kanan um, coming as fan channel exclusives. As well as, and we know we're getting, uh, you know, the Rebels mural cards completed uh, via Sabine and Chopper uh, coming to Hasbro Pulse sometime in the new year. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's awesome to finally have Rebels figures starting out with Thrawn. Of course, Tyler, they knew they had to get you Thrawn immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so starting with there Hasbro, and going through the main crew. I, I love you this year. You're my favorite. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, Haslabs are separate from mainline budget as they are crowdfunded. But, you know, again, huge congrats to this community for putting up and making TVC, as I said, three for three and successful Haslabs and not just successful, very successful Haslabs, Um, you know, further expanding the tooling library and giving Hasbro a little shot of confidence in our line. So not much else to say since we've talked so much about it uh, for those three months that it was running. Uh, I'm just plain old excited and happy about it still. Yep. And that's, so, that's from right. a media that some people doubted, you know, would be successful. And, uh, obviously there were no worries there. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it did all right. So it did, but yeah, so that was an awesome thing. Uh, one of my favorite parts of this year, but on the theme of favorites, uh, let's kind of dig into what we all thought, what were three of your favorite figures from the year or, and you know, which was your favorite overall. Let's go around the table here. Uh, Tyler, let's start with you since you have a clear favorite for sure. I'd be <laughs> shocked if it's not what I think it is. <laughs> yes, of, of course. Uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn is my favorite of the year, favorite of the decade, favorite of my life ever. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> Am I serious? Am I kidding? I don't know. I really like the dark time Vader too, but, uh, that, that wasn't from this year. So. Out of interest, but, uh, Tyler, Tyler, out of interest, if Hasbro give us a Lars version of the sculpt, you know, the portrait, which do you think will be your favorite? Do you think that you would prefer it with that live action look or do you like this Rebels one for what it is? Um, 
I like the it, it's I think it's gonna come down to the portrait whether they nail the portrait or not because you know and I've, I've joked to to, to um, John about this a lot but in the first episode of ahsoka I, I think it's pretty clear that Thrawn is <laughs> that Lars is wearing some kind of wig and his hair was just all jacked up. I mean, it was like this, like, what is going on with your hair, bro? But they sorted it out as the season went on and he looked more, you know, like how he's supposed to look <laughs> um, <laughs> in the latter episodes, you know, in episodes seven and eight. So if he looks more like that, uh, then that might be. Oh, I'm but, sure they'll nail it. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. sure they'll, they'll get it right. But um, it's hard to say without seeing the portrait yet. But yeah. um, I, 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 mean, I will say he, that I, I, I hope they take note of the fact that he is wearing the, the poofy Yodper pants in Ahsoka and, and give him those instead of the uh, tight to the leg ones that, yeah. he, that he got with the Rebels figure um, because there is a difference there. So I also hope his uniform is nice and white, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. well, I was gonna. I was just about to ask. Well, that one shouldn't them, be though. Yeah. Know, yeah. Do you want them to spend the money <laughs> on on like changing the sculpt at all for like damage to his uniform, like some of the wares, or do you want that through deco? <sighs> I mean, part of me is like it'd be really cool if they if they put out you know some some tatter on the on the deco to make it faithful to the show, and then maybe Estheron is you know featured in in media in upcoming you know ahsoka season two or the you know feloni movie or whatever maybe he has a more stark white uniform and they put him out a third time and he's got a more stark white uniform that way i don't know i i, I would just like a nice white pristine uniform at some point <laughs> i think everybody yeah. can, can agree that the the rebels one is is too off-white but uh I don't want to go on too much of a Thrawn rant. I'm sorry, but uh, you guys asked me. It's allowed. No. It's allowed. It's if we're ce we're celebrating 2023, yeah. you've got your most wanted figure. Like that is that is a cause for celebration. So. Yes, and I I will also add that um, excitingly, I got uh, invited to be a guest article writer for Banthaskull to review this figure. Um, that review will be on their website, Banthaskull.com, uh, very soon. If I can finish my star destroyer bridge today like i'm supposed to uh and be a good boy uh <laughs> but uh yeah so head to bent the skull in the coming days to see a more in-depth look at that figure but hell yeah uh, as far as the other two though i'm gonna go with uh revan and the grand inquisitor uh, and it's, it's difficult though, because th this figure or this year just had so many absolute bangers and so yeah, many dude. that the community has been asking for, for so long, like, you know, Cad Bane and, uh, you know, Kersantan being the champion and, and Paz Vizsla, people have been calling for Paz for a long time. And what an awesome figure that is. I mean, it's, it's hard. Um, there's a lot of honorable mentions and runner ups, but, uh. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I, overall, yeah. this year was just such an incredible year. Um, hmm. it, it left a high bar for Hasbro for next year. So, oh, definitely, definitely. Lewis, how about you, man? Yeah, well, I see Tyler was just talking about Paz. I've got the three here sitting on my desk. So, yeah, I, I mean, Paz for me, I, I think I got him very early on in the year. 
And I remember saying, um, you know, when I featured him on my page that, you know, this for me could well be figure of the year. You know, it's going to be hard to beat. And I, I think I still sit here now looking at that and figure and think, yeah, it's, we've had some great figures, but it, it's outstanding. I mean, it's, it's great as a deluxe figure. It's got some nice accessories with it. Yeah. Could he have got on the card? I don't know. I mean, he's got a big weapon, but um, yeah, I'd, I don't know. I can't fault that figure at all. I just think it's fantastic. So for yeah. me, that's, that's going to go down as my first choice. Um, and I think second choice, um, again, I think Tyler's just uh, honorable mention some of these, but again, Cad Bane. Um, I think largely for me, he's always been one of my favorite characters anyway. So to, to finally get him in a realistic version, you know, in a, a really well articulated version, um, I think that's why he's up in my top three. He's not a perfect figure. Um, you know, his elbows, we talked about elbows earlier. He's not perfect, but again, I think it's that bias. The same as Tyler with Thrawn, really. I mean, you know, let's be honest, he's probably not as good as some of the other figures, but it's 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 your personal favorite. And I think so for me, Cad Bane, it's the same, really. It's that personal thing that, you know, I always wanted to get him in there. But we do need that Cobb Vamp to go with him. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then third uh, is, is BD1. <laughs> who, uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So obviously, yeah, Cal Kestis. Um, yeah, that's a good pick. I'm good I'm kind of cheating a little bit. I actually got this one last year, uh, and I actually looked back, and I actually I got it on the 21st of December, so it just squeaked in uh, yeah. into last year for me. But it's again, it, it, it's a personal thing that I love the character. I love the games. I, I really, really, really still want to see a Fallen Order version, um, and obviously Second Sister, and you know some other characters, but. I'd love to see more from uh, Survivor as well because I, I just think it's great. And uh, yeah, I love this figure. I love the fact that they've reused him in, you know, already. Uh, Tessex, you know, used his legs. And uh, I'd love to see Hasbro do some repaints of this. I know people don't like the word repaints and they hold their hands up in horror, but, you know, because you can customize him in the game, I'd love to see the fact, you know, give him some different color trousers, give him a poncho, Ponchos, give him yeah. some different color light. Yeah, poncho, yeah. lightsabers. You know, again, I think I know our friend uh, Findor Moon often pulls it up, you know, but a deluxe version with some different lightsabers, ponchos. Well, it's, it'd yeah, be amazing. Double bladed one. It'd be amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and they did that for Black Series for the Fallen Order version. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Did, does the Black so, Series version you know, come with like one of those little trunks that you open up and you get like, you know, help pieces out of or whatever? Did it come with a little box? I don't think so. No, no it was just a different poncho. Maybe, maybe it was just something uh, that a uh, you know some three D printer made. But that's an idea for yeah. something yeah. they could do. Yeah. You know, just yeah, something like yeah. that. The but. Black Series one had had a boggling too, another creature yeah. they yep. could add, a little creature yep. they could add. And you know, and when when I play with him, I often give him the handlebar moustache and a Mohican, so I wouldn't mind yeah. a new head sculpt as well, <laughs> just to uh, you know mix it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be curious to see if the ISB Cal has the same head or if it's a different different head sculpt yeah sure. yeah happy to see that one and it's just a, a, a quick honorable mention i think i'll cheat and not necessarily say a figure but for me the the well the piat the piat is the is the one i would give an honorable mention to just because of the sculpt yeah because i think what they've got out of that this year i think makes it a great figure and i love that four pack you know thrawn is slightly tooled off of that but yeah, I think that that one definitely gets an honorable men mention. Likewise, likewise, Absolutely. good good call out, and and also the clone trooper too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, John. Yep. I saw you typing away. All right. I have so many honorable mentions. I can't even go to three. I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, you know, one of my favorites of the year has got to be Sabine. I just look at her. The, the sculpt was amazing. The paint was amazing. The helmet's too big. We know this, but um, it's just it's a great 
all new sculpted figure. Um, and, it, and it goes with some of the other things that I love this year, the you know, amazing newness and a lot of animated characters making the jump to live action like Cad Bane, Sabine, Hera, Chopper. I still need to get an open Chopper, but Hera is another fantastic, amazing figure. And Chopper looks great. Um, Cad Bane is also very high on the list. Um, and then, uh, so in terms of, so I would say Cad Bane number three, Sabine number two. We'll get to number one. This year, there was also some incredibly smart reuse. Maybe not for everybody, but it hit my, you know, nostalgia buttons with Nisa on a single card for the first time. R5-D4 with the red panels on the back, which I have been asking for for over a decade. I know it's something small, but it's something they have always gotten wrong and something they finally got right this year. That's the kind of update that it shows they're paying attention. It shows they care about these goofy little nerdy details that we so care about. And... um like the Vader updates, both the uh, Return of the Jedi version and the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi duels in version, but they finally got Return of the Jedi removable helmet Vader with the correct battle damaged hand, which again, another detail they have never gotten right until now. Yeah, big time. Um, yep. As well as the uh, the skiff guard set, you know, with finally finishing the skiff guards from that first skiff with Velkin, finally getting tame into the line after, you know, 40 years. Again, maybe there's a reason they waited 40 years. Maybe there were other better choices to do first, but <laughs> they finally got them into the line, which is awesome. Um, and I got to say, the best of all, the number one figure of the year, you know what it's going to be? Life Day Chewbacca. There it is. Uh, <laughs> the fact, something I the literally... The figure. The yeah, oldest figure we got 2004 this year. Swivel <laughs> that is, this is so yes. John. Like, <laughs> all you need... To- <laughs> So yes, as much as I, I I don't want swivel hips on some figures, you know, he's under the life day robes. The robe is what counts. The robe and the orb is all that counts. But you know, I never thought we'd get a holiday special Chewbacca figure ever. Uh, it's been you know forty five years since that special came out. It's something goofy. It's something fun. It's something that celebrates the fan side of things. Maybe you know, it's not an official you know part of the canon. I guess Life Day is now. It's been slowly reintroduced over the years. As I see these picture books, as I see these cookbooks, as I see these ornaments, I say we're gonna get a we're gonna get a chewy figure soon in that Life Day robe. Please, for the love of God! And it finally happened this year. <laughs> so that was just something, you know. Hips could be better, whatever. It just makes me smile ear to ear, and I love it. But I mean, it's great as well to get a holiday figure that's not a cheesy kind of. You know, like some of these black series, you know, they're playing in a stormtrooper to look like a snowman and they're, you know, giving them Christmas jumpers and, you know, that stuff, it, yeah. it just doesn't sit well. At least, you know, we've got a proper holiday figure here that actually is from the Star Wars universe. And I, 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 yeah, I agree with you there. I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, smiling ear to ear when you get it, that, that ultimately is a huge part, I think, of why we do a lot of this stuff is getting that dopamine hit you know it's 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 something we love it's something that makes us happy so whatever form it takes and in three and three quarter inch you know it's it's valid man Mm -hmm. yeah what about you oh boy i'm a simple man but um he sees obi-wan he pressed like (laughs) yeah yeah i had i had paz as my third favorite but honestly the more i i look at cal and sabine those two are jockeying for the number number three spot i think i think i'm gonna give it to sabine i think she's my third favorite Second favorite of the year would be uh, Darth Vader Duels End Showdown, whatever. Uh, I absolutely, you know, loved the updates that they made to that that Vader uh, again more than I thought they would, uh, more than I thought they would do for it uh, in terms of uh, updates to it. Um, the head sculpt underneath, amazing, and then number one, of course, being Obi Wan Showdown from that same set. That two pack, honestly, just that that 
it's close to how you felt about getting Thrawn, Tyler. That's how I felt because that that scene, you know, I know the show's not everybody's not everybody's bag, but that scene in the show was something incredibly moving to me. It's something that really hit for me, and I loved it. Um, and you know, it's my favorite character, uh, Obi Wan. So getting a surprising amount of newness in this figure was, you know, uh, friggin' awesome, man. I look at this figure and it, it shoots me back to being eight years old and getting Jedi duel Obi-Wan, uh, from the episode one line, just being like, yeah, dude, again, smiling ear to ear. I got that little nostalgia hit that childhood feel. Uh, it's awesome. So I, I was happy to get it. And, you know, thanks Hasbro for, exceeding my expectations for this set i mean we even got a new head sculpt on it i was i was braced for the you know grumpy old man looking uh horrible head sculpt we got on the wandering that, that jedi heads, that head sculpt is phenom- phenomenal it's so much better it, no no, no disrespect to you know whoever sculpted that first head oh yeah this one it just blows it out of the water yep. and, and when i say horrible for that last one i think about it and the wandering jedi obi-wan was probably my favorite figure of 2022 just again that character and the efforts behind it even if it doesn't always work in terms of how they sculpted it i, I i'm here for obi-wan's man so i just was thrilled i was over the moon to get a meaningfully updated one now if only we can do something about these legs so on the next <laughs> one here we go hopefully i'll have a new figure to uh be super excited about so yeah that's me awesome i, I would also like to add too uh i think it's, it's super cool that we got two different removable helmet vaders with different portraits this year i mean how how yeah, cool yeah. is that mm-hmm. uh and and they're markedly different portraits you know um Super cool. Yeah. Very cool. A perfect a perfect example of smart reuse. Yes. You know, they already they got an amazing Vader figure last year and let's you know, let's crank out those variations. Yeah. Um to make three awesome figures. Give me that Revenge yeah. of the Sith version for twenty twenty five, Hasbro. Wink yeah. wink, nudge nudge. Give me got that the, Malachor version. Got the a new like, hope to, version yeah, coming at least. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Keep them coming. Yeah. But you uh, you picking those, Evan, just reminded me. I mean, that's the one thing that we have had this year, which again is well worth mentioning, is the two packs. Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's something that all of a sudden we've been, you know, we've seen a lot of these, haven't we, come in recently? And they're all great. They're great. It's a great way. I mean, I, I think cards are coming in better condition in those packs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they have um, the. I don't know if people are seeing the rub on them. They've got the paper in They have the tissue them, paper, yeah. Unpunched. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, they, they mm-hmm. tick a lot of boxes for carded collectors. And I think, again, it's a good way of getting out a couple of figures. It's a good way of, of, of you know, bringing things out together. So, again, we moan about, you give us this one figure, who am I going to stand it up against? Well, again, you can put these figures in straight away. You can put them in a fighting stance and, you know, on, on a yep. display and, and they work together. And yep. I just think the two packs been a great addition to the line this year. Absolutely. Definitely. I I feel like there's a ton they can do with it. Um, you know, I've, I've been thinking about it a lot. Uh, we'll see where that goes. But I, I so thrilled, yeah, to have things that go together and kind of in the Obi-Wan pack, like the, the card back. Yeah, I'm starting to think now, sorry, tangentially here. Uh, favorite card backs of the year. You know, I, I, I loved... Mm-hmm the showdown obi-wan card back i I, yeah absolutely just incredible we've we've gotten some awesome card backs and i'm excited to get the harrow wave in hand to get that extra splash of color on the back moving forward back to the 1.0 kind of look Uh, but on the two packs having on the spines having the big splash of color and a nice photo of the figures um i'm i'm glad that the vintage collection for those of us who collect cardboard uh we're getting a little (laughs) bit more vibrancy to our uh our cardboard stacks so and I brought it up before, but having uh, Hera and then uh, Jedi Revan both on the purple cards was awesome to see. And you get a little 
additional splash of color with the Ewoks card, and Nisa has the pink, and it's just, it is nice seeing them, you know, we get a lot of greens and blues and that sort of thing, so it's nice to see them doing a lot of different interesting things. So the, I think the Obi-Wan card is probably my favorite card of the year. Just the photo is just so awesome. So good. So good. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, always in motion, the future is. Or you know what, John, you got the Yoda impression. Mm. Always in motion, the future is. <laughs> <laughs> that's, his, that's his angry, that's his angry ver- serious version. Oh, well, hey, let's take a quick look ahead into 2024, though. So uh, we've talked about all this before. I'll just read them off real quick. Uh, we got a fan channel wave coming with Count Dooku, the March Madness winner from this year, uh, the Phase One Clone Trooper, Finn from The Force Awakens, and Cassian Andor, Captain Cassian Andor from Rogue One. Uh, we only know of one mainline figure that has been shown so far, which is Hu Yang. The Hu Yang gang stays winning, folks. <laughs> we got a troop builder pack, which is the Phase Two Clone Trooper set from the Siege of Mandalore, as seen in The Clone Wars Season Seven and the flashbacks from Ahsoka, with one five zero first, one three thirty second. Two phase two shinies, and everybody's got a lot to say. We'll hear about it later. We've heard about it before. Uh, we got the Job of the Hut set, which is a Pulse exclusive. You can plug it into your Boba Fett's throne room to make it Jabba's throne room instead. It comes with Jabba, his dais, Salacious Crumb, 8D8, but not 8D8's elbows, sad to say. Uh, and of course, as we mentioned, the Haslab Ghost, which will hopefully show up late 2024 if all goes as planned. Quick aside, I am looking forward to seeing uh, updates on that throughout the year. That's something fun they've done with the other HasLab, something I am looking forward to here as well. I I wish we got a workbench book for the the uh, Razor Crest yeah. that we got for the, yeah. the sale barge. I concur. But let me take a, a big breath and tell you about all the pipelines just to refresh everybody's memory. <gasps> From San Diego Comic-Con on July 21st, we got Axe Woves, hopefully a season three version, Mandalorian Fleet Commander, uh, Din Djarin from season three and Din Grogu from season three, um, which we did actually see at uh, London Comic Con in the booth, and everyone forgot about it, including us, when we talked about it. The crowd went right. mild. <laughs> <laughs> He's got from the Pulse fan stream on August 29th. We have uh, Sabine on the Rebels mural card back, Chopper on the Rebels mural card back, uh, Deluxe Django Fett, Captain Rex from the Bad Batch, apparently, uh, Darth Vader from A New Hope. R2-D2 from A New Hope, probably a refresh, not 100% sure on that. Stormtrooper, refresh. Luke Skywalker, X-Wing, Piole, as they say, another refresh. And then an all-new Princess Leia from A New Hope, nice little A New Hope beat. Uh, From PulseCon on September 22nd, we heard about Cal Kestis in his Imperial Officer disguise and the Mandalorian Judge, another Mandalorian Season 3 character. And then from the MCM London Comic Con on October 28th, we got the Ezra Bridger from Lothal, the Ahsoka version from that little hologram. Kanan Jarrus from Seasons 1 and 2. Zebarellius from Seasons 1 and 2 of Rebels. And, of course, Captain Enoch and the Night Troopers Trooper Pack, which is 19 things, plus some more figures from those, some of them are multi-packs. So we know a good chunk of stuff coming next year. There's, you know, probably a lot more coming if this year is uh, any indication, so... Ooh. Yeah, exciting stuff. Yeah, yes. Bring bring it on though. I mean, I'm looking at my uh, pre order list now, and uh, since that last waves dropped in, I've got very little on there actually. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we, yeah. we've got, like you say, the Hu Yang wave. We don't know anything else that's in that wave at the moment. I actually do have that whole wave on order with Star Action figures because that's just the way I always order them. Um, yeah. But you know, it, so it'll be interesting to see if I'm assuming some of these here are going to be in that wave, but. It'll be interesting how quickly they can get these out because 
it's going to be a long wait otherwise. I think that, that wave's currently marked for March. Uh, at the moment, it could come early. Yeah. Um, but sitting here in December and sort of early December still, really, it could be a, a barren couple of months um, unless they can try and, you know, give us a few more. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I think Something, I'm... anything. Keep me going. <laughs> On Pulse in the States, Hu Yang is listed as June 1st, yeah. wow. uh, which I doubt it'll be that far. And then Kentuku is March, I want to say. I'm typing right now. Yeah, so, uh, sorry. Yeah, that is March. Sorry. Yeah, I got those two mixed up. Yeah. That but uh, again, they always ship a little yeah. early. Yeah. May 1st, yeah. Kentuku yeah. says on uh, Pulse anyway. Sometimes it's different site to site, but um, hopefully it's it won't be that like long. None but, of it matters and it just yes. shows up no. randomly. <laughs> But there is always a little bit of quiet at the beginning of the year. You know, the stores yeah, kind yeah. of reset after the holidays. And, you know, so people we always get worried and say, oh, my God, the line's dying because I didn't buy anything in January. Like, no. <laughs> I think I, I don't think it's so much that. I think it's more the case of we get this lull now where nothing's coming in. Yeah. Uh, but then all of a sudden, everything starts dropping together. Yep. And I think that's when people just I, I think it would be nice to just have that more constant flow. Yeah, um, for because sure. we're all still going to buy them, but it's just nice if you can spread it rather than, you know, and, and that was, go. that was yeah. an issue with 2023 for me. I found where mm. there was a long period of time with not much. And then it was really that whole, Hey, you're going to set aside some money for the ghost. Yeah. Good luck, <laughs> bucko. We're going to charge you for 40 things on that same day. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Oh no. <laughs> so, oh but, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Um, you know, we did get, uh, or Lewis, how you were saying, you know, looking at your pre-order list, it, it is nice to kind of feel caught up and yeah. to, you know, I, I like that we have a pipeline to have a passing awareness of what of things to kind of expect, but then it is also nice knowing that maybe there's some surprises in there and you know, what, what else could be coming? It's fun to let our minds and imaginations go wild. Um, historically, I feel like I recall them doing, uh, like pulse streams in late January, early February, the past couple of years. So I feel like we could probably bank on some reveals or pipelines coming, in oh my god, it's weird to say that's a month and a half from now, but two months from now, but yeah, there it is. And we still uh, we still um, gift the galaxy is still running at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, another week. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah, and that's what gave so, us the uh, fingers crossed. The clone trooper four pack was part of that yeah. recently. Oh, of course. Yeah. So uh, that might be it for TVC. We don't know. Yeah. But. Yeah. Who knows? And and being caught up on 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 vintage collection pre order list, I also look at you know for those of us filthy morons that collect retro, <laughs> uh, all of us here except Tyler, uh, we're caught up on that now since the the book yeah. of, uh, book of Boba Fett wave is shipping, and the only thing in the pipeline for retro is the Phantom Menace uh, wave from Celebration. Was that or is that Comic Con that they? Doesn't matter. Comic-Con, Doesn't matter. But, but yeah. it's coming eventually. So interesting. Um, yeah, there was. Just to give a quick snapshot of retro real quick, it was nice to see a lot of, there was a wave and a six-pack for Return of the Jedi, a lot of that, and then a lot of uh, newness from Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and then even another six-pack from the long-delayed A New Hope uh, six-pack volume two, and then even uh, some more Empire Strikes Back bounty hunters. So a little a little bit of everything. Yeah. If you like 3.75, we celebrate 3.75 here. Yeah. Retro, had for everybody. Year. But- retro had a good year. Retro had a good year. But it's interesting as well that they have acknowledged already that they're going to be covering the Phantom Menace. So, you know, as Tyler was saying earlier, you would hope that that does mean that TVC are also going to get, you know, we're going to get something. Let's hope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've already kind of, I think, 
gotten ready to soften the blow by saying it's going to be a prequel beat overall. So yeah. here's Count Dooku and yet another clone <laughs> yeah. trooper. So I'm not. And that's really, all my, you get. My hopes no. aren't super high for Phantom Menace stuff next year. It would be awesome. Where's yeah. my kids turned walled for the love of God? Yeah. Maybe we but, could get uh, for the third see. year in a row another uh, Slave One repaint for uh, Django Attack of the Clones. <laughs> but yeah. And you know, 2024 looking media wise too didn't. Was it recently? It just kind of came out. I think the only confirmed things coming in 2024 now are the Acolytes and Skeleton Crew, and those are both later in the year. Yeah. So, and we I think have, the Bad we don't Batch have confirmed is dates, but yeah, yeah, and, and the Bad Batch I think is not. They didn't include it in that list, but the Bad Batch is definitely coming at some point next year. Who knows? It's it's kind of assumed because they've been posting online that sort of the post production has been finished on that. So I think it's yeah. kind of ready to to. It's locked and loaded for whenever they decide to get it out. So, you know, maybe they're saving it for another day. Who knows? It would be nice in some ways if it doesn't overlap with another Star Wars show. I mean, again, with the Mandalorian yeah. and, and, the, and Bad Batch last or this year. Was it yeah. this year? Last year? This year. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you, you kind of felt that your attention was divided too much. You know, it'd be nice to just take one in, you know, and then yeah. move on and then take another one in when there's that lull. Um, I think perhaps you might have appreciated, I might have appreciated the Bad Batch a bit more because I think I was too focused on what was going on in Mandalorian. Yeah. There were some days where I would watch one first and then the other and then like other people online would be talking, you know, I didn't want to see spoilers for the other show. So it's like, it's hard to get the the fan excitement going. Yeah. uh, And I, I, you know, I'm hopeful that for me, I wonder if it'll maybe soften the blow since we won't kind of be having, we'll have a nice lull in Star Wars. I mean, we're so spoiled now where it's like, oh, we have to go six months without a new Star Wars. Ah, (laughs) The sky's falling. What are you doing, Lucasfilm? Uh, Where, you know, it used to be years of waiting. Um, I'm kind of hopeful that maybe this kind of lull in media will, one, make it feel less bad when we're getting figures for shows that we saw a year ago. Mm-hmm. being in that you know those shows were still the last most recent things that we saw right uh you know those are still current and relevant and we're not watching yeah. new things every week just being like oh my god i want that figure so bad and then never getting it which is which is frustrating it's like oh yeah we're watching uh we're watching book of boba fett here have this mandalorian season one figure instead and it's like okay <laughs> no <laughs> so um yeah you know, i'm not super confident that they're going to use this time to catch up on stuff but i you know that wasn't people, what i was trying to say no i know i know yeah, not, yeah. Okay. not that you were saying that but a lot of yeah. people i've seen a lot of people being like maybe they'll use it to catch up on stuff we miss and it's like eh, maybe yeah that would be great maybe i'll win the lottery too but yeah, uh, yeah. i don't know I, we'll see what happens i do hope though that maybe in some of the delay and the far away stuff i know they cite the what 12 to 18 month window for this stuff well you know, we are 12 to 18 months out from some things, maybe and or season two. I don't know, but it would be nice then as the year progresses that maybe they get more shared with them from Lucasfilm where they can get a little more ahead of stuff or have maybe things in the in the fire for not as far after some of these things air later in yeah. 2025 and 2026. So like, yeah, because Skeleton Crew is supposed to show up right about now. Yeah. Um. So we don't know if there's anything planned for that that they had to shift or if there was nothing planned for that. And now they have time. I to would lean towards there was working. nothing planned for that <laughs> if I had More to likely, hazard a yeah. guess. <laughs> so especially since I'm what skeleton uh, skeleton crew is about a bunch of kids, right? They seem to not want to put kid figures in the vintage collection at all. So, <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah. Except Grogu. 
Yeah, well, but he's old, so. Yeah, 50-year-old kid. (laughs) Yeah, so. All right. Well, any anything else, guys? Any any buttons you want to put on the year? Um, uh, I just want to, uh, you know, I, I mentioned this earlier, but I, I think that Hasbro really deserves to be applauded for this year in terms of um, the diversity and wealth of offerings, the new expressions that they've brought back into the line, all the different boxes they've checked. Um, I think that the vintage collection is the healthiest that it's looked since the line came back. Um, I think we're on a great trajectory. The the line is looking really good. Uh, Maybe hoping those prices don't creep any higher. (laughs) But other than that, um, I I, I think TVC is in a really good place um, in terms of, like I said, the, the diversity of offerings, like the new stuff with, you know, um, the two packs and beasts coming back and small vehicles and slightly larger vehicles and, you know, pulse exclusive, big dioramas and has labs like keep it, keep it going. Hasbro. Um, we want to give you our money. So uh, give us the goods, yeah. get going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but, yeah, but, but really, and- you know, I, I, if Hasbro, if you're listening, uh, I applaud you big time. This was a great year. Seriously. Yeah, I agree. And, and we saw a lot of, a lot of things that get addressed that we have collectively as a community talked about over the last couple of years, we're starting to see Hasbro take the feedback in meaningful ways, or at least see them take a crack at addressing uh, an issue that people have brought up or a concern that people have brought up. Sometimes they swing it a little too far in the other direction where it's like, wait, 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 let's meet it. Let's meet in the middle somewhere. But yeah, I I, th- I think it's been very encouraging to see a lot of change in the line for the better. As you know, we we all just get involved. We are we're all so passionate about it. We all collect it. We love collecting it, and it's nice to see some of that passion seemingly present in in what they're doing with it. So it, it's nice. Well, I like it. I just I just remember I think I think it was last year that we did sort of this year in review as a live stream, right? And we had Jason mm-hmm. from Yak Face on with us, right? And all and also Victoria, I believe. And I remember asking them, what do you think is still missing from the line that makes this makes TVC still feel incomplete? And I remember that we talked about small vehicles and beasts. And they have addressed both yeah. of those things. So they're very clearly listening. Uh, they've knocked out a huge chunk of, you know, the March Madness bracket um, from several years in a row, and even even just more recent stuff. Um, so they're they're clearly paying attention to what the community is asking for and doing. I trust their very best to deliver. Um, I think they're doing a, a great job, honestly. Great job. Yeah. So. There's always room for more. But sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I absolutely. Agree. Not to not to end on a, a down note. I would like at least one other member of the Bad Batch pipelined by the time the show ends. That would yeah, be nice. The Bad uh, that, Batch. I'll just throw that out there. Dark I'll little cloud there. hanging over that's fair. everything all the time. But they, yeah. they yes, as you said, all the new expressions and the fact that you know everything. We've already said it, but uh, yeah, I, th- I do think it was a great year overall. Yeah, I mean, heck, you know, we went from from being able to see six all new figures on the pegs over a calendar year to seeing 16 to 18, depending on your point of view. Uh, 
that's that's great. I mean, not all on pegs. I like Bib was in that set, but yeah, you get what I'm saying. The spirit of what yes. I'm saying. Yeah. So it's nice to be able to see that more more newness was happening. Big so. big progress. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice to, I'll just say real quick, looking ahead at the new stuff, I, I'm looking forward to more Mandalorian season three figures as well. Hopefully there's more coming. Um, it is nice to see the original trilogy focus kind of turn back to a new hope. Hopefully mm-hmm. there's some more coming from that as well. Finally, a new Leia, um, some smart repack choices. And uh, yeah, I love finally getting Rebels in the line. And I'm hoping to see more of that continue with secondary characters and villains and things like that. So that's uh, all things I would love to see in the coming years. Yeah. Well, looking at Looking at 2024, maybe look at it through this lens a little bit too. At least this is kind of how I'm I'm looking. Where we look at this year, say 16 all new figures, and you look at the pipeline, and I think there's two that are presumably all new in that lineup. So it's like, ooh, what else is coming next year? So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we've said before they don't always uh, pipeline mainline figures. So what a lot of we what we're seeing here could be you know your exclusives and your you know filler filler stuff to some degree anyway yeah um so i think yeah that's i agree there's some good stuff here there's some stuff here that i don't not everyone's excited about but i mean i I think there's some still good stuff here and uh, i think it's enough to make me yeah look forward to what's coming next yeah until finn and cassian kill the entire land yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) just kidding just kidding (laughs) The things that we explicitly ask them not to do. So, yes, 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 yes. All right, gang. Well, any final thoughts before I wreck this bus? No. Wreck it. All right. Well, I think this is a good point to wrap it up. We've been chatting for a couple hours now. Always feels great. Always a pleasure. Guys, it's been a wonderful uh, year in the books with you. Uh, I look forward to what we're doing again. It's the existential dread, but it's also excitement that March Madness is coming up so soon. So listeners, <laughs> get to thinking about your top 25s and you guys in this chat with me right now, start thinking about your top 25 so I can start getting ahead of some of the graphic work as we go, because uh, that is time consuming. Um, Just don't think about retools. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So. I think that'll do it for this episode and this year of the SWTVC podcast. Uh, Real quick, apologies to the kind reviewer who called out in his review that he hates the running joke of all of the hashtags. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. So as always, (laughs) keep 375 alive back TVC. Finish the 96. Happy holidays. Get ready for March Madness 24. And may the force be with you. 